Hey guys, welcome to the Turn 30 Podcast with Mary J, where we discuss all the things life has thrown at us since turning 30. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Turn 30 Podcast with Mary J. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Jay. <laughs> I'm Mary. And on this episode, we are going to discuss deal breakers. The good, bad, in between. What are our deal breakers? Have we yeah. broken some deals that we made with ourselves? And just in general, have they shifted over time now that we are in our roaring and popping 30s? Yes, yes, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I guess to start, because like, like, I feel like people may have their own, var- not variations, obviously, but like their own definition of what's a deal breaker. Like, is it set in stone, hard style? Like, what is your definition of a deal breaker? Okay, so deal breakers to me are, yes, to answer that in many things, they should be set in stone because these are things that you should have like strong boundaries around. These are things that, should be a hard yes or a hard no like you make the choice whether or not you want whatever this is to be a part of your life I feel like they should be strong parameters what do you think like I agree I mean I think I like to define it to me it sounds like hard stop exactly it's like break this is this is grounds for breaking this deal like we thought we were gonna do x y and z but nope skirt we're stopping any like traits actions things that come up right in the beginning or come up over time that just are on your no list. Like they're completely off the table. And like you said, with setting boundaries for yourself first and the things that are going to make you happy, make you feel respected and just make you feel safe in now the situation to continue is like, all right, this is now compromising all of those things and going to have to bye-bye. Going to yeah. have to break this Safety's off. Safety's huge. Safe, like feeling safe in that environment, in that relationship, in that space. I think that's like number one priority. I think obviously life is about growth and life is about change. So over time, which we'll discuss, I'm sure through learning experience and just age and maturity and realizing what you now need for who you are today, mm-hmm. they're going to change. And that's fine. And of that's course, fair. Yeah. You know, obviously somebody can be like, oh, I thought this was off the table. Okay. That was off the table then. Mind your business. That's all like. <laughs> It always boils down to mind your business (laughs) with growth. That's how it it costs nothing to mind your business. Like I'm just here for my growth. And if now these are my new like contractual, whatever, this is what I'm putting on the table and this is what's going to be off the table. Then as long as, you know, I have a clear understanding on that. Exactly. That being said, what would you like say are some of your deal breakers? All right. So boom. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. (laughs) Okay, so hard, hard, number one and number two, control and manipulation. Those are top, top two. I guess tying into the manipulation is kind of including lying, disrespect, (laughs) gaslighting, like all those qualities and characteristics of narcissism and like... (laughs) sociopath uh, <laughs> damn sis you had a life huh shots fired huh damn listen shout out to mama whoever's listening a mama <laughs> has lived a little um like definitely triggered by those things so if i see any glimpse of of those qualities like that would that would be a hard like all right well meeting adjourned nothing further here of course, there's things like like phys- like physical things like smoking, drinking, drug use. Those are no-nos for me. Just family context of just addicts, abuse, and like, again, triggered. And I think lack of ambition in life, like no goals, no plans, no, like, what are we striving towards? Are we just taking it day to day? (laughs) Like, is there a long-term goal here? And lack of emotional intelligence. (laughs) 
<laughs> like you I knew yes. this is some shit with that last and I was like she already had that long laundry list I was like she going in going in for the juggler <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's 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 my mini list that's my mini list so, <laughs> that's the mini list <laughs> those, those, are, those are the hard stops um can we say shout out to your husband god bless that man <laughs> if that's your mini list <laughs> Listen, he had to jump through some hoops and mm. overcome some barriers, but we made it. Out. It's a good man. It's a good man. It's a good man, Savannah. It's a good man. Call y'all up. know y'all could count on us. All right. Y'all know y'all could count on us. We're gonna drop a movie line or a song every time. I that, like everything you said, I agree with. I'm like, damn, what am I gonna add to my own list? And at first, I was like, damn, am I a basic ass biatch? Like, because my list, I was like, damn, that, that's it. What she said, those big words. <laughs> no, like for me, I mean, just definitely like, like the first thing ever for me is like smoking. If anybody ever asks, like, I just mm. smoking mostly, mainly cigarettes, but any type of smoking, weed, all that, anything that's getting rolled up, sativa. I don't know what them things is. As long as you're rolling it and you lighten it and it's puffing air, I don't want it. Puka, I don't want it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Like, like because for me, oh. I'm now not gonna want to kiss you. Like, some people yeah, literally be disgusting. smoking their lips off. I can't. The scent is like. <laughs> You can tell. <laughs> don't you hate with somebody a lot of you? Oh, I don't even really smoke like that. Like, oh, my friends here and there. Maybe I have a cigar. My guy. My yeah, guy. Don't, your don't lips gave it away. Don't <laughs> don't don't do it. Gave it away. <laughs> you a bold face laugh. <laughs> so smoking heavy. I'm not a heavy drinker. Like I'm more of a social like family. Like my family, we didn't really grow up with alcohol around at any of our functions. So it wasn't until like I started like hanging with friends, college and after that, that I was really exposed mm-hmm. to liquor. Do I like some good tequila here or there? Yes. But like drinking during the week, binge drinking while we out and just mm-hmm. unproductive, can't function, got to put you in the car. Like it's, it's a no for me. It's always been a no and definitely like in a partner. Cause I'm gonna look at you like the fuck, like no <laughs> so yeah the I big one for me that. is the smoking like drinking it just obviously I don't want a heavy drinker smoking cleaning habits like I'm if it don't got bleach if it don't got certain <laughs> things it's not clean to me so I'm sorry like damn that's a I, deal breaker like yes <laughs> you can't I mean, be I mean, your yes. boundaries are your boundaries queen I'm not I'm not, um, like, but like I said, this was just like the physical right off the, right off the jump. Right. Where it's like the physical. So like, if I come to see like, you know, you got like cleanliness and just your, your, your presentation as well. Cause it shows how you, I feel like it just shows how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm scared to see what's going on really at the crib. Like you got like, holy socks, dusty, cringy shirts. I can't, if I go to the crib and it's like black rings. And so I'm leaving. I'm leaving. If I go to wash my hands and they, y'all should know guys, and y'all knew that there's a chance you might like, you know, there's been a couple dates in, she might come over. That's what I'm saying. If you didn't have like that thought process to care, to at least be impressionable, then the this is early stages. This is early stages. You're not even, you got that black ring. Your sink look Damn. disgusting. Clothes all over the place. Like we grown girl. No, I'm leaving. Damn, but no holy socks, no dingy beaters, nothing. No, no yeah. disgusting, no mold mildew at the crib. Mm. No, I, I can't. I, right, I you gotta can't. use the, the Tilex. Okay. Correct. Okay. With, right. bleach. With bleach. With <laughs> bleach. Yes. Okay. So like it might sound like basic or vain or but it just like yeah. I said, it's yeah. it's you didn't care to show up. Like that's how I that's how it's, it's deeper to than me. yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, do people have their off days? It's been hell week at work and da 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 two weeks since you know my laundry piled up and like whatever things happen. But I'm like, like I said, in the beginning stages where you're trying to like reel somebody in, it's the same. You're trying to get a contract deal, you gotta make it look good. You gotta go that extra step a little bit, you know, reel them in. So mm-hmm. yeah, you wasn't trying to make that impression. I'm I'm gone, I'm leaving. This is over. And then for me, like the like serious ones is like when I'm dating is like wanting children, like because I want children. So that's like something I'm asking right off the bat is like just family planning and their thoughts on kids. Do people change their mind sometimes? Yes, maybe they have one thought and they change their mind. But I've always been that person where I, I fear like resentment or stuff like that, whereas like you gave me an ultimatum or you resent X, Y, and Z. So I'm just like, listen, it's a yes or no for me. It's not like a maybe I'm open to it. Depends on the person. No, either like this is something you see for yourself or you don't whether that's closed-minded of me and not giving that person that saying, 
it depends on the person, depends on the situation. All I hear is no. Like if you're not feeling that strong about it, that's all I heard is a no in terms of children. Speaking of me just saying, is that closed-minded? A closed-minded person, just ignorance, I think, especially because like we do live in a country and society that is a melting pot or a mosaic. I don't know so much about a melting pot because people is, you know, still hate and racism out here. But we live in a mosaic culture, just so many different backgrounds in America that like people that are just egocentric or just it's their way, you know, it's their culture's way or that's it. Like I, uh-huh. I can't deal with that where it's like you're not open minded to different things as it's going to be to food, religion, how parents and elders are, you know, what I, just like just whatever. Just cultural. So just cultural differences. So you can't yeah. like somebody who's closed minded. I, I can't. I want you to be reliable. I felt the same way about everything you said. So I was going to say, like, for me, like, lack of ambition or being lazy and just not having a certain drive is a turnoff for me. So if I notice that along the way, as soon as I'm not turned off and I'm not, then it's going to translate to everything else. It's going to translate to the bedroom and everything mm-hmm. else. And our relationship is going to go, Skrr! it's just going to go downhill. Yeah. So that lack of ambition, being lazy, if you're not reliable, being a liar or being flip floppy, like you can't have revisionist history just because you want to win this argument every time. Like your story changes every time we talk and like, you can't mm-hmm. have revisionist history. Like you can't. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And then obviously like quick to anger or like somebody that potentially seems to have like a violent streak then that's um, that's a no-go for me like I'm running for the door um even if you're nice to me but if I see you ready to jump down a cabbie's throat over like small stuff or you just yeah snapping on a waitress yeah somebody saying you're on the street and you about to like cross the street and go get like no like relax (laughs) about to pop the trunk relax like (laughs) so that quick to anger that's gonna like just put it you know my hands yeah. are gonna stick up and it's that's one of like, too. I, agree with that. I don't know about this so yeah yeah I definitely agree with that so I see we have like some mutual deal breakers that we kind of like agree on as far as like halt stop shut shut it down so for your deal breakers are these things that you are just upfront you're asking people like questions to fish and figure out their like characteristics, their qualities, their lifestyle, or are you just an observer where maybe you don't know first date, but you know, you kind of see how they moving over time. And then I think both, I think some of them, obviously if it's like yes or no kind of things are just, you know, I'm asking early on for a second date. Um, other stuff you are just, is they're going to reveal themselves over time and it may not be a verbal conversation versus I'm just observing how you move and how you do things. Like, like I said, if it starts to, if every time you're supposed to do something and it becomes you're unreliable, every time we're having a conversation or when you're around your family, around your boys, this is how the story's going. But at home, we know this is really what happened. Like you're just like flip-flopping and putting on. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, how many versions of you are there? You know what I mean? So those things you're going to like observe, like yeah. that l- lacking ambition. Those things I think you're going to observe over time. Obviously, if you ask somebody, who's, who's going to say like, if you ask them, are you lazy? Like they're never going to say yes. So those are things that I think you're just obviously going to observe. And it's going to be also your degree or, or what you define as quote unquote lazy, what you can stomach and what you can't. Yeah. So everything is perspective. Some of them yeah, are going to be observations going to be over time. That's a good question though, where it's like, at what point, you know, do you address or bring them up if they're like hard hard stops like I said it's the first or second date like I'm asking that question I'm asking about kids I'm asking like viewpoints on like finances culture religion all the hot topics that they say don't discuss on our first date what I mean, politics man, what? religion finances like all the no-nos Who, you get into the nitty oh my first date is intense I'm an intense dater like I'm an intense dater if somebody gets <laughs> date three y'all better know that is an important person maybe I'm an intense dater and it's and not like to scare That's somebody off but I feel like let's just put it all out there like what we waste yeah, time and energy they say cheap like you know what I mean I mean yeah you go out and like walk in and stuff like that's fine I'm not I'm not saying it like that that sounds no but your time is valuable high maintenance to say that but yes your time is valuable valuable. finding mutual time like I said you're making an impression on that person and you start to at least me I get a little tunnel vision like I I know some people that are good like oh I got a date on Tuesday I got one on Saturday I got one that I if I got a first date I'm probably like not paying anybody else any mind until I go on that date and feel that date out for like a date or two. Cause I just, I'm not the master of juggling or, or multitasking in that realm of life. So everyone's different. So, you know what I mean? If I know yeah. that's me, I'm like, hold on now. If I'm about to like 
close my eyes or be tunnel vision. Let's make this worth it. So I need to know right on that first day. I don't know who made that rule book, but I didn't purchase. <laughs> I didn't subscribe. Uh, <laughs> even that I asked my like, like relocate because I like the area that I'm in. So I don't mind moving and stuff like that. But there are some people that like really want to travel, like, mm-hmm. like move for work. They don't want to stay in one place. They want to see different areas and live in different places throughout the course of their life. I'm not really yeah. like that. I'm more of a travel, but I'm coming back home. Like I like to travel, but I'm coming back home to what yeah. I know and yeah. you know, how I move. And, you know, yeah. so I'm asking all that right off, off, off the jump. And then the rest is just observation. Like I said, like, you know, over time, what about you? Yeah, I think the majority of mine is probably observation. I'm also more of a sit back type of person. Like that's just my personality in general, because I don't know, I feel like people are going to tell you what they think you want to hear. I always, I always just expect the worst of people unfortunately so I don't even if they <laughs> told me God, yeah like I feel like even if even, as far as like that type of situation like I feel like I would expect that the person is going to tell me of course their best they're gonna put their best foot forward like you know yeah. they're gonna, if they get the vibe from me that I want to hear a certain thing I feel like they would say that so me I'm probably unless like I said unless it's like those super obvious hard stop like we said like you flip out on somebody mid-date and like and I'm shooketh or like you you know because you were violent or angry you made a scene you were super ignorant or you just throughout conversation say some real ignorant shit then yeah I'm probably hard stopping this is the first and last date But if there's like little red flags here and there, but I need to get more information, I'll probably observe maybe a couple, maybe like a handful of dates if things are seemingly going well. But I don't know. That also raises the question too of like your preferences versus your deal breakers. Do you give priority to your preferences for one? Well, how do you, how do you distinguish? That's probably the first question how do you distinguish mm. preferences versus deal breakers I mean I think that's a good question I think I mean I think preferences are going to tie up and line up with what's also going to keep you attracted to the person you know what I mean mm. and what's going to yeah. keep the situation like good and fun and desirable so that can you know it, it could toss it either way like is this still a desirable situation um versus the deal breaker is like we said like hard like damn like you had everything but I can't, I can't come down off of this. Like, this is very important to me. Like, I can't come down off of this. Sorry, had to be you. Goodbye, deuces. (laughs) So, but I think like preferences, like to me, like when I hear preferences, I think like height, I think like maybe career ambition, me like, oh my God, like I'm attracted right away to like smile. So like somebody smile, but those are things also, right? Like it's a preference and they can change. You know, people be gaining weight, people getting older and they don't age well. So, you know, things can change. You can't just buy some veneers. Not buy some veneers. I'm just saying. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You, know. you got some staggered teeth, some Invisalign. I understand. <laughs> now, <laughs> and you know what I meant too. But I, anyway, <laughs> that's happened to me where like somebody's like, we laughing, having a good time, smooth enough that I'm like, you know what? Like I wasn't initially attracted. I wasn't initially, but you sparked my interest. Like you have kept the conversation mm-hmm. strong. We're laughing. We like to say music, things like that. So maybe that initial is not there, but strong preferences, like, you know, outside of attraction, I, I can't get the smile is my thing. So I'm keeping that with preferences. I don't care. <laughs> you know, this is all like physical and vain. I'm not the biggest on like a hairy person. But those things, as long as the person's open, but there are some people that are very just close, like this is me, take it or leave it. And that's fine. I'm not trying to change you, but I just, I'm being honest where that is taken away with some of my attraction, my desire towards you, because I just can't get with this. So I feel like we're really going to go if I got like kind of one foot out the door in the attraction realm. Do you know what I mean? So even with the keeping habits, like, okay, if you're clean, but maybe I'm better at it. Like, you know, some people are just better at finances and managing a checkbook. Some people are just better. Like, listen, I'm gonna get that comment and I'm gonna really get in there. Like cleaning is my thing. Like some people don't like it. I like cleaning. I like grocery shopping. I like doing laundry. So I don't mind if that's going to be the thing, but don't like abuse it where like you throw stuff around. The house is a mess. You never help out versus like, okay, maybe I, this is where I take the forefront and you do like the lawn and stuff like that. What you're good at, you know, it's about 
making this household strong together or like, you know, so I feel like there are things where it's like, okay, this is my preference, but is it going to make me run for the door? No, it's an ideal. But I think anything that's going to just make me like, feel like I'm less attracted to you. Like I can't either respect you as a person or I physically am just not as attracted because of it, because it's just like a habit, a disgusting habit or behavior, then it's, it's going to fizzle away. Like, you know, that newness in the relationship, you know, that honeymoon thing, all that stuff's going to fizzle. And if that others, like those preferences that are right there, ready to crack at your foundation were addressed and you didn't really take any of them seriously. If you're like, Oh, I don't really like that, but I'll deal. Oh, I don't really like that. It bothers me, but overall like you know yeah you know when you start getting your head like a good man's hard to find or he's you know he's got everything on my list but two am I really gonna leave you know what I mean but are those two even if they're not deal breakers are they strong preferences exactly that's the thing like you I think you have to prioritize your preferences as well for that exact reason you just said like if they're two strong preferences that you can't compromise on or you would you know, you don't want to compromise on, then I think they are equally as important as what we would, you know, be considered, I guess, a deal breaker. But I feel like the responsibility lies on you to distinguish what is what, like, and to communicate that however you see fit. Like going to, I guess, using your cleaning example, you know, I feel like if that is something that you are real, like it would really irk your nerves if you were with someone that was like obviously they wouldn't be filthy because that would be the deal breaker which which would even get Mm -hmm. them in the door but just (laughs) someone that just isn't quite up to your standard of cleanliness I feel like you would have to let them know like this is something that I really like hold to a high esteem and like this is my preference on how I like to live and then at that point if they can't measure up then it's on you to say, okay, I don't think that I could probably live with this person ever and probably should just break ties right now. Yeah. Uh, But that, you know, like I'm saying, like, I feel like that's on you. That's not necessarily on the person's responsibility to like change, like, you know, determine the priority of that. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. Cause you're going to like lose your sanity a little bit. If those are the things that make you feel grounded, like I said, they may not be like, hard stops and hard passes but they're important enough to you to make you feel grounded and this person is just like chipping away at it or they're over there in la la land you over here and y'all live in two different lives in a sense into as to what you want to bring in what's going to be the comfort of your own home it makes you feel like you know i could take a nice deep relaxing breath because i feel comfy where i'm at versus like oh he over there doing his thing i'm over here doing my thing like that's not gonna work and it's funny because that just came to mind where i'm like okay we hear the term deal breakers and it sounds so important and it is, but especially now, you know, you're married, I was married. And just with being older in your thirties, do you feel like these preferences that we talk about, like potentially hold more weight than a deal breaker? I feel like a deal breaker is getting nipped in the bud and y'all are both maybe either put on the table or if it's something you're observing, it might make it a little bit easier for you to walk away because you know, like, okay, this has popped up before I get too invested. But I feel like the preferences thing because in the, that early newness phase, you're willing to like say, okay, like they say relationships are about compromise. They say, yeah. yada, yada, let's say something you for you. Some you overlook some things for yeah. you, like getting up and going like, you know, if you're a person that goes to church and, you know, maybe maybe he's spiritual, he's religious, but he doesn't necessarily feel like he needs to go every Sunday, but that's important to you to go to a house of worship. And then you're just like, okay, I'm not going to force something on someone. But mm-hmm. if over time you had wished that like, even if just once a month, the person like accompanied you and y'all stood together, do you know what I mean? I feel like those things might eat away at you. And those are things that may yeah. impact long-term and actual serious relationships, these preferences, because you start Absolutely. doing things you start thinking solo again. You're doing things, something solo. You're cleaning. You're doing yeah. this all on. You feel a little bit alone. Absolutely. Makes sense. Absolutely. I think there's a spectrum and I think it's like ideals. So it's like my ideal person would just have all these qualities that I just would love. And then there's the preferences and then there's the deal breakers. And I think in between preferences and deal breakers, is another spectrum of level of importance. So if it's going to impact either the way you see the person or the way you view your situation, then the answer is 100% yes to what you just asked about like 
your long-term relationship and if the preferences are more important because that, that actually is a great example actually the religion and and going to church thing because that's why not because you that's why i don't understand how these are not first second date like what kind of rule book is that these are like religion <laughs> fighting that yeah. is important children that is important like, well, what like are we doing controversial <laughs> i guess they're the I controversial guess. topic <laughs> But you're right. They are, they should be things that you kind of, you know, they determine whether or not we move forward to a second date or not. Because if I'm waking up early on Sunday morning to go to church every week and you're coming in from the party from Saturday night as I'm going to church, like our lifestyles aren't matching up. That's something that I would think is a deal breaker or should hold some importance some significance hold some weight yeah yeah but i mean that also maybe when you were fresh out of college maybe that's something that you didn't really care about as much versus now where you're starting to think okay but what if i have family we got you know if i have this then a third or even the the travel situation what if when you're fresh out of college yeah traveling is great traveling sounds nice you have no attachments you have no reason to be locked down anywhere but you know at 30 31 32 you're starting to think well actually you need to be settled down somewhere I need to be in a school district I need to be thinking about you know how I'm going to center my family I can't be country hopping so I think things change too as we grow as we get older and as life unfolds, however it may, you know, your, your, uh, your lists begin to tailor to your life. No, that's valid. That's valid as hell. I wish as soon as you brought that up, I was like, damn, I wonder what you would say is like the biggest factor in like your deal breakers or just your, you know, that spectrum that you mentioned, which is actually great the way that you put that together but what are some bit like the biggest factors of you revising it or it changing mm-hmm. do you feel it's more you're getting older and maturity or just past experiences whether date experiences or just life experiences but it sounds like it's a, a mix of both yeah absolutely. which i agree absolutely i think i think failed past experiences a little bit more than the maturation but definitely both uh, as they should. I think yeah. you should learn and have takeaways from every situation that you have. Every person, you know, serious person that you encounter, you should learn a little bit more about yourself. And if anything, if you don't know 100% what you want, you should be starting to piece together at least what you don't want. That part. You know, and, and yeah, have a better idea of like, okay, I know a, this doesn't work for me. I know that much. Or, you know, this this lifestyle, this personality, this type of person or whatever. And then, you know, again, as you get older, then you can start that more self-discovery process. But at least you have an idea of the don'ts if you don't know yeah. what to use. That was a good, that was a good question too revisiting your uh lovely laundry list (laughs) (laughs) don't do me not a laundry list it was a couple few couple thousand couple something you know a couple things that i had do you i have a two-part but the first part Uh um Ow, ow. <laughs> looking back with the things that you mentioned you know because mm-hmm. we just we just discussed about obviously like experiences dropping yeah. into the fold of it 20 something year old you like do you feel like that was your list or what was on your list back then I'm curious and like you know what has changed over time I guess in terms of priority right like you said your number one number twos were those your number one number twos before and like what was your list in your 20s Y'all can't see me shaking my head at my 20 something year old (laughs) self Uh, (laughs) because absolutely not. No, they were not on my (laughs) list. And that just speaks to what I just said. Failed past experiences have built this deal breaker list. Um, Honestly, I don't think I had deal breakers. Maybe, maybe like the I've always, I've always been kind of the stickler about like the drugs, alcohol, smoking thing, because it physically grosses me out. Mm -hmm. But, um, I definitely had way more allowances 
there was way more grace there was way more exceptions to the rules at, um when I was younger because I was just I don't know I had well first and foremost I had low self-esteem low self-esteem I'm laughing but it's not funny oh wow. um okay. I, I did have low self-esteem so I feel like I was just grateful to accept whatever was thrown at me a lot of the time. And so I settled a lot. There were like everything that we just said, like those red flags and like those things that you see that you can talk yourself out of, like, you know, it's about to be some bullshit, but then you can kind of, I don't know, like tell yourself in your mind, like, well, like, playing devil's advocate basically like well you know yes he stood you up or like yes he's not super reliable because he never answers the phone when you call but he calls you on his own terms or yes he you know whatever it is um and you know you kind of just like whatever psych yourself out um I did a lot of that when I was younger and I definitely dated a bunch of people that wasted my time and weren't worthy of your time when yeah absolutely not worthy and so I this deal breaker list literally was built I think from scratch and it was it was just I just tacked things on as I encountered Mm -hmm. it and once I realized like okay that doesn't work and like or that really doesn't work and then you know kind of went from there um i'm curious about yours specifically Um, (laughs) 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 those purposes right um no it's funny that like immediately if someone were to ask me like oh were these always i would like yeah from jump but like agreed like when you're younger i don't think in my 20s like really although I used to use the term like dating with intention, like I used to, you know, you know how you are when you're younger, right? You got like the talking phase, mm-hmm. then it's, you know, we're actually dating. Like dating to me was like dating exclusively, but we may not be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like I had all these yeah. levels to it where it was just like, sis, does that man want to be with you or not? Does he want to be committed or not? But it was like <sighs> That's all these a levels. another episode, <laughs> trigger. So like- for me, whether it was just that was like my, you know, emotional cloak of just like, I really just used to talk to people. We never, I never let mm-hmm. them get like super exclusive. But like, yeah. I, I, I did, because to me, like to say like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, or even to say that we're dating exclusively means that we're dating with that intention to be committed to whatever extent. Did I see myself getting married anytime soon? No. So that's why I think the term like even just we are boyfriend, girlfriend, like was like, sacred to me like even in my 20s because I was just like well I don't see myself married anytime soon like so we gonna jump and be claiming each other like that like that and you know share like like going to family experiences and cookout and things like that that to me is like an important important person um so I never really I was like you know I know like looking back people just like yeah a little boyfriend little girlfriend like no that was like an important term to me back then you might as well would have called them like husband or something that was important to me so (laughs) yeah um you know, I the talking stages and stuff like that. So I did used to date with intention when I was in my 20s. So a lot of the things on that list actually were there. Um, but I agree with you that, yes, some of them are over time. The hairy thing is new because after being on this <laughs> shit with a hair, I was just like, you know what? I just don't prefer this <laughs> moving forward. And it wasn't even that because sometimes you don't know things, right? So I just assume men are hairy, blah, blah, blah. I only just learned a term manscape, like in the last like one to two years. So I didn't even know men actually like did that. Did I knew guys sense. like did like yeah. pedicure and stuff like that. I didn't know they actually like got assistance is what I mean. Like maybe shaving and trimming at home, but I didn't know that some people go out and seek assistance. Um, <laughs> and so it wasn't until my relationship after being with like a hairy, hairy person. Like, I, and I wasn't like unattractive to the person at the time. I just was just like, it was just noticeable. Yeah. Um, but to me also, he's like a couple years older. I'm in my 20s. So I'm like, yeah, he grown. A grown man is hairy, you know, beard this, chest hair that. It was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, yeah, I got a, I got me a grown one. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I wasn't like unattractive. But then with my next relationship with the person was like, nah, like, keeps this trim I don't do the chest hairs or like just a little bit more 
I guess, vain in that, but it was just comfort for them also, you know, um, they were a trainer and a constantly in the gym. So I think the sweating and the hygiene or whatever, whatever his reason, I, listen, I stand by it. And now I know men do this. Boom, moving forward. This is what I need. This is what I prefer. <laughs> mm, so that got okay. added on. I think my biggest thing now in recent years is just clear com- and consistent communication. Like I need that person to be reliable. And that's just over time and maturity, right? Of you realizing right. exactly like what has failed and fumbled in past relationships, what has failed and fumbled in my past marriage. So it's the biggest thing is that communication being transparent. Um, and that person just being reliable, like that reliability and just that giving me that comfort and that, that blanket and that security, like I need that, but all the other stuff in the beginning, I don't know if I necessarily had like a list to call them deal breakers. I don't know if I necessarily cared for the person as much as I was like, well, this is what I want out of my life. And it might've come from like a selfish mm-hmm. or like okay. where my life is taking me. This is what I see myself doing, flying, having this, you know, um, being this independent woman in my thirties, my twenties and thirties. So I just knew that though, like, okay, what do you see for your life in like five years, 10 years, 15 years? So I always knew that I wanted children. I always knew that I wanted like a vacation home. I always knew that I wanted finances, a good cushion to vacation constantly because I love traveling. Mm-hmm. So like, because I knew those were things that I wanted, I think I need that person to be equally yoked of wanting children, financially stable. Um, my family's ra- we're, we're Christian, but we're raised Catholic. So I was like, okay, religion is important to me. Giving back to the community, like those kinds of things were always important to me enough that I knew that this is how I wanted to lead my life mm-hmm. individual solo. So to me, I think it was like a no brainer. Like, okay, if somebody's going to come in and compliment my life. They're going to have to get jiggy with this. So, um, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Y'all, I'm sorry. Right, I'll, t- I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'm sorry. I'll take you that one. I'm sorry. I'll take oh, that man. one. Right, well, fine. you know what? Our, our audience is old <laughs> enough to actually get that. So, oh. no, no shit. It's not so much as like old as much as like it's slightly corny. That's that's what got me. And I was like, so I'll take it. It's not even the old. I was like, I'll take it. That's just, all right. Anyway. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and in my mind, I was like, oh, I might to hear about this. And that's when I saw your face. I was like, ah, she started. <laughs> Um, damn, yo, what the what was I saying? Oh, okay. So it's, um, if that's a part of me and the person's gonna have to come in and compliment, they're gonna have to just be aware. So it was kind of like a no brainer for me. Um, but I agree with you also. And it's, you know, I commend you for being open. You may not have like planned to, to say that about the self-esteem. I think I was the same. I think everyone can honestly relate right in younger years, because you're so, whether it's wanting to perform, wanting to be accepted, whether like whatever, I was a late bloomer very late bloomer um like to the point maybe some people didn't recognize me at the high school like they recognized me but it was like oh you know that was that scrawny girl with the braces and no chest I I, like I was a late bloomer Mm -hmm. didn't have like my first kids until like end of senior year of high school so like although like you're young you're like yeah high school that's what but like thinking back like a lot of people it was like middle school people had already like had boyfriend I had never I didn't have a boyfriend and like um high school or whatever um until like end of senior year so I would say going into college but like so that to me is like I had a lot of late experiences and knowing how to interact so it made me socially awkward because I never really like felt like attractive or pretty I never felt like that the boys wanted to talk to me that way I was the friend never like the girlfriend Mm -hmm. so I think because I never got sought after I never also like put myself out there esteem wise and felt like oh they're checking for me so I was like oh I'm just the cool chick like I'm just the friend you know when they come to for advice I'm just the friend so Mm -hmm. I never really took the time to I guess make a list make a this is what I don't want this is what I feel is like that shows that you value me respects me whatever even if when you're younger it's that cat and mouse game and you're doing dumb stuff like he needs to like stay up on the phone all night we need to fall asleep on the phone together whatever like if that was what you needed at that time to be this is what makes me feel important and valued in this like courtship but I never even had that of like setting like values for yourself um and that might have steered me wrong a little bit up until like my major relationships in my 20s like my first real relationship like when I was like 23 24 so if not having a lot of those prior encounters to help set the scene for like okay well what do you want out of this relationship even if you're still young in your 20s not knowing what you're bringing to the table or 
you gonna fall for anything, especially you dealing with an older. You gonna fall for any manipulation. That you gonna fall is, for anything. That is so unbelievably true, and that is literally like exactly what my situation was. Like my first relationship at fifteen, sixteen was so intense and it was a lot for being that young um and it being my like initial introduction to what relationships should be what they should look like how you should feel um it really molded like what i thought um yeah it really just molded like what I thought. So um, after that, I didn't really, like he had kind of, and this will, we'll talk about in another topic of a, of a episode, but I didn't even really think that I would date anyone after him because he had kind of already instilled that in me. So um, dating after him deal breaker wise like I said um you know I just I just didn't have a list because I just didn't even know like what to expect from men I didn't know like what I was deserving of I didn't know what they were offering I didn't yeah. know any of that um and it, as you were <laughs> as you were saying your um what you were saying about your early list I totally forgot my one and only deal breaker that I have consistently had over the years, which is irrelevant now, but um, no kids. That was one thing that I always stood by. I can't believe I forgot that because that is the only thing that I ever had. I would, there was- Like wanting kids or the, the person you're dating having kids? The person I'm dating having kids. Oh, okay. I also never used to ask, like, I never used to ask about, like, do you want kids with me type of thing? Because uh, I was, I wasn't sure about that part of my life yeah. until later. Yeah. So um, it wasn't necessarily like a topic of conversation where I was asking them. But if you telling me, like, we're talking and you're like, yeah, because I got to pick a little Ray Ray for a uh, who? Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. Like, yeah, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, baby moms. Uh, yeah, that was not the life that my God ordained for me. So, I, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, that was that was the one thing that, I, and I knew that of myself that me being number two, and you're always number two to your child, like your person's child, like that just wasn't that wasn't gonna work for me so I just nice. wanted to circle I just definitely wanted to circle a good that. topic for another episode let's let's put a pin on that one and that's definitely good I think in my 20s I was probably in my early 20s I definitely was the same where I think at that point you call and it, it's not like you want to call some it's baggage but like you are already in a different maturation point in life like you grew up even if we're younger and you had a child young that grew you up fast and you have responsibilities so it's not just willy-nilly you know when you're in your 20s you're doing dumb shit staying out late so certain things are gonna get factored in and I don't think that's something in my 20s that I was probably ready for either I don't think it was like a looking back it probably was a deal breaker because I probably like you know what I mean when we talk about yeah right off the bat is that somebody that you're giving your number or giving a second chance like okay I already see that you smoke I already see that you uh, you know have a child whatever like you're probably not giving them those chances so I think that was that's true I could say that for myself too um but I think by like mid to late 20s I was like open to it I think at that point you know, I had had a lot of friends that had, had kids young either teen like high school pregnancies early college and just because I knew that I like I, I like kids to begin with and I wanted kids mm -hmm. myself I think I didn't mind um back then I think I didn't mind but it's so funny now and it's so interesting I think it would be the reverse right where people like they minded in their 20s because they're just like nah that's not something I'm, re I'm ready to take on like yes. there's plenty you in your mind you think there's plenty out there so I don't need this baggage um and then <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you notice that you notice that it's a narrowed the sea has become a lake now has become a pond mm -hmm. um in your 30s so then now you're just cool like vibes. you know what I mean like you may either expect it the person's gonna come with you know they've already got a mortgage they got this college that they got this they're working on they're tied into this job maybe they're not open to um relocate like a couple other things like you said about attachments and 
and or they may also have um, a child from a past relationship. So I think in your 30s, you um, maybe expect that when you're dating. Yeah. Um, I think right now, as I'm getting back out there, <laughs> I expect it, but a preference. So it's not a deal breaker. It's a strong preference where strong preference. Okay. I would prefer not just because of exactly what you said. And, you know, some might call it an insecurity or whatever. It's there's too many factors coming into play of the decisions we have to make. And not necessarily me saying the child, because it's going to be a blended, they're going to, you know, we're going to have a great time, but I feel like when you have to also put another adults into your relationship and that's going to be that parent, you know, whether right. it's, you have a not so good relationship with the baby mama. So that's going to be drama. That is just, I'm going to now get wrangled into because out of respect for you, I'm going to always ride or die for you. So that's going to get drama I'm wrangled into. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not baby mama drama, you have a successful co-parent. Some people, I've heard of these co-parent and these blended situations. I just feel like, you know what? I think I would have rather y'all don't talk to each other. Like, I, what you mean? <laughs> like you going over there for like the birthday weekend and the, the, the child wants to have like a movie sleep, a Disney sleepover. So you're staying over, excuse me? Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe like little <laughs> things like that, over. that y'all got such a good relationship. Maybe the physical is not there. That, like the, it doesn't work that it's y'all an are in, a, in an actual relationship, but there, yeah, that connection is there. And yeah. it's such a strong co-parent. I just like, it just levels to this, like between baby mama, all the way to the spectrum of amazing co-parent shit, where I see people taking like blended family vacations together. Like, that's just, like I said, that's just like too many. No. Like I'm already thinking of trying to get like, when my ex and I would try to plan vacation time and like, how much PTO do you have? What weekends do you? Cause we both worked like off shift hour. We rather had like evening and sometimes work uh, weekend obligations. So it was always tough for us. So like, that's just the two of us. Now you tell me I got to go back to somebody else's life into like, that's just right now as to in my mind, I'm thinking about it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Is it a hard stop? Like first date, because I, it's not a hard stop because I think I just expect at this stage that like, somebody's gonna you know if I'm if I'm dating in my age range like they're gonna potentially have a child or two I just (sighs) well well I want to ask you a child or two does that make a difference whether it's one child or multiple oh two Two max and it has to be the same has you can't have multiple baby mamas like two max and it can't multiple baby mamas and I think I'm less inclined if you also tell me you have like teenagers or like end of middle school because I, I don't have time for somebody's temperament because they're gonna maybe throw in your face you know how teens get your right, own child's right. gonna turn on you at that age they go your own child's gonna hate their parent at one point and like exactly you know get try they're gonna try it they're gonna try some slick stuff yeah as a child that's not mine I can't potentially discipline or they know that they could just throw any insult of like well you ain't my mama da, 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 da. okay too much too much rolling in the neck here <laughs> too much opinion here your child yeah. got too much of an opinion so yeah, yeah. They have, yeah. Uh, two max and preferably the little young ones that they can just get accustomed to me also like if we're going to be serious being around and grow in love with me as well versus like tolerating me the older they are they're just tolerating you as like yeah your parents like partner mm, yeah on top of that on top yeah. of that because again you are going to come number two because they're going to feel conflicted when it's like oh you always traveling with her but when I ask you money for this like as a parent it's like wait a minute like she got her own money you just asked me for stuff to go do dumb shit but like they I know how kids are because we were there and I know how they internalize stuff and it becomes this whole there you know what I mean I'm, I don't have time for that that just that just stressed me out this is a whole conversation for time. <laughs> that just stressed me out <laughs> But no, those, I, I mean, I'm glad we brought that up because those are valid as hell. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know, like totally slipped my mind. But I'm like, but that was actually the biggest um, thing back, <laughs> back then. Because what I wanted to say way back when I said I had a two-parter was, and I think we kind of answered it was, or maybe we didn't, but how often, for the moment, for the moment of like what your current deal breakers are, because like we've established that they change over time. Yeah. But how often do you stick to them 100%? I'm not budging. It don't move. Stiff where? It don't move. <laughs> <laughs> it's not moving. It's not moving. Never. <laughs> never. 100% never. Okay. Never, never. Um, I feel like there's always exceptions to the rules. There's always that one person that slips through the cracks. I would say what, what contributes to them slipping through. Like... <sighs> no um 
Just sometimes, say they smile at you with their eyes. Just, just sometimes say it. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's accidental. accidental. <laughs> sometimes it's accidental. Sometimes it's intentional. Uh, you might, you know, turn your head and look the other way while some shit goes by. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, honestly, like, there's so much good yeah. that you might take the chance to see yeah. if it outweighs that one bad. However... This is the caveat. I will say <laughs> every single time that I've done that, <laughs> every single time I have regretted it after and I have <laughs> wasted my time and energy on some shit that I could have nipped in the bud date three. <laughs> so yes, I don't know if that was smart um i mean of course but growth gave something yeah, a chance right gave something a chance went outside your comfort zone and yeah. you realized the paint was wet you you, you, you tried it exactly <laughs> and it's like okay lesson learned trust your gut trust your instinct like you create deal breakers to protect yourself like putting yourself first and your well-being and your safety so always go with that yeah but i didn't know that back then now yeah now hashtag I growth um i'm the same so yeah uh, i've i've never in any of like my last relationships I, i've never stuck 100 percent to my deal breakers um <sighs> yeah <laughs> um I, and that's probably a topic for another time too is to like why not whether it's insecurities feeling like you know like i said like uh, at one spectrum when you you're younger you think like i got time this is you know it's plenty fishing to see then at, at some point it starts to narrow and you feel a little bit like well mm-hmm. is it realistic to think somebody's gonna like you said your ideal that's why i said that spectrum was great to say somebody's gonna be a hundred percent that checklist partner that checklist man so mm-hmm. versus like you know what the big nitty-gritty stuff that's important to me is there am i willing to take a chance on this other stuff that like i would prefer didn't occur um and i'm changing now the script where it, where it was a deal breaker but because i'm willing to take a chance is why well, i prefer this wasn't the case but i'm gonna I'm just take this chance and go out on a, on, a, on, a, on a limb um i agree with you that every single time it has been part of the reason for the fumbling and the tumbling like it's I'm just been like you. yo like and you. they love to throw it in your face like this how you met me like but you oh, knew i didn't like it you knew I was working around it. You knew I was trying over here. You knew I was trying. Like, stabbing the wound is, sir. Like, listen, I give you a goddamn age. Ran with it. Like, I was like, all right. But you you took it too far. You took it too far. Um, Yeah. So I guess we can all, we can definitely agree every time we've, you know, not maintained the deal that you had with yourself, that it just came back to bite you and ass and you regretted it. Now, what about on the other end, like in retrospect, or maybe we have to say this is hypothetical because, you know, <laughs> you got a good man at home. No, <laughs> but this is all about life. It's all about got a man at home. However, however. It's all about, it's all about hindsight, right? Yeah. Um, has there been times where you were so gung-ho and stuck to a point, have you ever regretted it? Like not giving a chance. I had temporary regret. <laughs> um, <laughs> now let me explain. Um, no, with like the with like the kid situation, okay. I I had somebody that I was seeing that had a kid, and I just I had to, I had to cut it cut it off like immediately as soon as I found out and I did have a period where I was like damn should I have just tried like I was already at that point like kind of in too deep and I was like already like in love and blah 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 um so I was like ah, oh, maybe I did should. you know right off the gate that he had a child and you it's took a, a complicated story oh, okay. but okay so <laughs> you possibly order. didn't know off the gate complicated order. complicated order like we talking about um, love I was like all right 
Yeah, it was one of those okay. like break up to make up type of Johns. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just long story short, I just had like a period where I was just like, damn, like did the I react? If. Yeah, like did the I react if. too quickly? And the what if? Obviously, well, of course, in hindsight, I was better without, and I'm I found what I wanted. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like that was probably the only the only other time any. <clears throat> Anytime that I stuck to to a deal breaker, um, again, I think self-preservation. I think I worked out in my best interests for whatever reason that I cut them off. I hear you. I hear you. You do not agree. What has been your experience? <laughs> Give us the I see you pondering. I, for the most part, would say like no like exactly what you said self-preservation like this is what I need to feel grounded this is what I need to just want to even be a part of this like you know what I mean like this is what's attracting me to the situation and this is what doesn't attract me so it's off the table mm-hmm. but I remember like this might be like almost 10 years ago at this point now um it was like right before it was like actually the same time that like I had just started dating my ex-husband mm-hmm. so and like I told you I get tunnel vision I don't know how to dip and dabble I don't know how, I had to like it was like door A door B because I remember people were like well why don't you just get to know both and I just is not something I had done before I mm-hmm. I just wasn't used to it okay. I told you I didn't date in high school I didn't know how to juggle I, I didn't know I didn't know how to play the field so it's like door yeah. A door B um and equally interested in both e- like just whatever um I think like if I had to make like when I did have to make that decision if I was just going off of like whether initial attraction or just vibing and where Mm -hmm. we were in life yeah um I would have chose the other person but with Hmm. getting to know each other he said he didn't want children or anymore he had a son he said he didn't want any more children and I remember asking, and that's why some people are just like, oh, you're a little intense right at the beginning. Like some things are about growth. And I think that's where I really took that whole, like, well, somebody tells me something, I'm going to take them at their word. Yes. Like, just like how we just spoke about what we said 10, 10 years ago, or even in our twenties that we were doing in the dating field is not what we're doing now, or what we did in our late twenties, you know, cause right. you know, we fell for some shit back then. Cause we just, we were, we were focused on different things, but that's at the time, what I knew is what I knew and I just was like, nah, I never want somebody to say I give them an ultimatum. I never want somebody to say I, they resent me. And I never want to stick somewhere for like mad years just to find out that you are like not budging on it. So I never, mm-hmm. I never gave it a chance. As soon as you said that, I was just like, oh, well, I know this is what I want. You know, I'm happy that you have your son and you're happy. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that I definitely, you know, want a slight, not a big family, but I know I wanted children. Number one, I believe in siblings. Um, just at least like that's just me. I know some people are closer. (laughs) I know some people are closer to like their non-blood siblings compared to other people, but I just felt like nitty-gritty, like the struggles of a household, the the upbringing, even if y'all don't see eye to eye in like your 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 formative years or even your adult years, at the end of the day, that Mm -hmm. is your sibling. If something happens to the parent, I feel like that is just the person that knew it all. You know what I mean? So I'm a big believer in like siblings. Obviously I don't have children yet. So, you know, you say that. And then it's like, after one pregnancy, you're like, wait a minute. Um, so that was my thought process where I was just like, well, I know I want children at the time I wanted to experience pregnancy. And I also like believe in siblings. So it got me thinking like, oh, this door is not even an option. So I no longer have to make a decision door A, door B that's made for me. Mm, And then years down the road I started thinking like exactly the same thing with that 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 like slight what ifs like did I nip it in the bud too soon did I not give it a chance did I sell myself short like could that have been you know what I mean I don't necessarily believe in the one I I believe that there are soul ties soulmates out there um and you can make something work not with just anyone but if you put that work in you can make it work so you know what I mean great you know what my at the time when my ex-husband and I had great for what it was us investing in each other at the time and what we wanted to do in terms of vows that's what it was so I'm not regretting that situation at all or downplaying it um I'm just being honest where it was like some years later when him and I were having issues and now I'm starting to think like damn if we don't pan out 
or we were also delaying the family planning process a little bit. And that could be a conversation for another time that I started thinking like, this is what I really set my life on. When they're like, oh, what is, what is Jay about? Like, gonna do this career wise, gonna be financially stable this wise, gonna, this is like my cushion of what I want for like savings. I started saving like very early on. Like that was like my three things was just like being able to travel, being financially stable, um, and then just having a nice home to fill with some babies. So when that idea was seeming further and further out of filling with some babies and then you know my kid my friends are now having lots of kids I'm taking them out I'm the fun aunt and I'm starting to think like and I I knew this early on I knew that I was open to like adoption I knew I was open to stuff like that um people my family had adopted had fostered so I was always open to that kind of stuff if somebody needed a loving home but it just kind of triggered in my mind where it was like, I was gung ho about this potentially like me being pregnant where really what I just wanted was a child in the home. So if somebody I was dating had a child and that's just what I wanted was to like help be part of the nurturing and fostering environment. So that just got to me a little bit where I was just like, you were so gung ho about this. And then now look, like now I was just thinking like, okay, like stepmom, bonus mom, you know what I mean? But I think looking back at it, I still stick with the whole, I would never want the person to resent me. If at the time that's what he thought he wanted or he may still, I don't know, we're not in contact. You know what I mean? Um, if that's what he knew and thought he wanted, it was just that he did not want any more children. Then that's not, I'm, I'm, you can't force that on someone. You know what I mean? That's not what they want for their life. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just funny to me where it's like, the same way I was kind of forcing, well, this is what I do want for my life was a yes, yes to kids. And even though you're a no kid to kids, I'm a yes. And now I'm like, oh, well, it depends. Or I could take like a, a bonus, you know, I could take, I could date somebody with a kid. That's like, I, but I think that was like more of a mind game a little bit of myself because things were not happy at home. And I just felt like I said, a vision, you have a vision for what you want your life. It just seemed further and further out. So then I think I just started thinking like, what if it doesn't happen? You know, what, what if it takes too long? Like what, you know what I mean? Like you got to get back out there and then start this whole process again before, you know, have some bait. So it was just like, I think at the time it was just mental games. You know, I don't think I truly regret it to the extent that like we're saying, do, do we ever regret? I think exactly what you said. It was like a more of like a, what ifs. um, Yeah. There's always what ifs with every life decision. Like you exactly how you put it, like door a and door B, like, there's always like, okay, you make your decision and that other door could have led to a completely different life, but you know, you'll never know. That's why we try to live without regrets and be happy with the decisions we've made and such is life. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Such is life. I guess, you know, that's it. But I, I've loved this conversation. Do you have like advice for any, you never know our demographics or, you know, obviously we have like, nieces, nephews, would you have like advice for like the younger, the youngins, the 20 somethings in terms of, um, setting boundaries and de- you see how we said, we kind of just didn't have them. We were just yeah. going with the motion, just taking whatever came at us. So do you have any advice for? Yeah, I think the main thing, which we, which was pretty much the, the thread in the fabric of this entire conversation. Um, the main thing to me is, your boundaries are sacred. Figure out and know what you will and will not tolerate. Like that is what I think your 20s are for. Like date around, meet people, do whatever you're doing. Like definitely enjoy your time. Like, you know, if you happen to meet your husband or wife in that time frame, amazing and great. But Um, If you are someone that is still, you know, out and about, I think use your experiences to just figure out what you do and do not want. Um, Because I think it will definitely be beneficial later in life um, and help you to just kind of weed through the nonsense so that you're not just kissing frogs you know hopefully you find your (laughs) prince or princess um so yeah definitely just you know cherishing your boundaries because you know they're they're there to keep you safe and secure and um you know so you can hopefully eventually develop a loving relationship 
with someone. So, what about you? I know you got some jab. I would just put the people on. Put the people on. I mean, I just I pick everything you said. Yeah, I lit support it. Bandwagon it. Um, just trust your instincts. You know what I mean? Like, speak up for yourself. Mm, that's you know a lot of times we get lost like trying to be a part of a crew because that's just you know fun times and but what someone has going on number one you never know what's going on behind closed doors but what somebody has going on with whoever they're dating and how it's presented in their life that's not your life like what's for you is for you Mm -hmm. speak up for yourself and exactly what you said like definitely know what you want or won't tolerate um and knowing like me looking back where it's like okay I may not have known what I would because you just don't know you're like I don't know what I like you know what I mean I like it all I'll I'll give it all a chance you just open to whatever yeah you can be open but trust your instincts like your hairs are standing up somebody's rubbing you the wrong way you don't feel like the person's putting in the effort you don't hear Mm. from them like it's just it's just one way so you you just know and a lot of times I think we do end up just you know brushing it off to the side and just pretending that we didn't have that little spark and that little instinct that said mm, something's up yeah. so just trust your instinct and what's for you is for you and speak for yourself like speak up for yourself and speak for yourself um yeah, and just I exactly I, weed out just what you don't like know for sure okay i don't like this so that's 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 that and that's all like i don't like this i may not know exactly what i need or what i like or what i want but i know what i don't want yeah you don't have to settle like you there's time even yeah, yeah minus like you some of the stuff we were saying there is honestly time there is yeah. time yeah more than enough of it so you don't have to settle and more fish in the sea as they say um so yeah i like that let's put the period there love um, it and of course to our faithful listeners and everybody else um hop on over to our ig page let's keep the conversation going let us know about your deal breakers um how you cultivated that list how it came about (laughs) i'm sure everyone's gonna agree you know it's life um and experiences but just curious about what are like your top three hard stops what are some you know even just speaking on the spectrum about okay this would be like my ideal situation these are some of my preferences and these are my no goes like my hard stuff so let's keep the conversation going let's learn from each other um so that you know we can preserve ourselves and put our best foot forward and make sure that we're sticking to the deals that we made with ourselves yes yes i love that yeah all right as always at turn 30 podcast we'll see y'all See y'all later. Bye. Bye.